This audio is brought to you by muslimcentral.com. So subhanallah I wanted to talk about one particular topic but I decided actually to do the next whatever 10 12 13 khatiras that I have all within the same topic inshallah ta'ala. And inshallah it's complementary to what we are learning after uh, salat al-asr with Sheikh Yasir with some of the duas from the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu and it's the means by which du'as are accepted. So things you can incorporate into your du'a, tawassul ilallah, the agreed upon forms of tawassul, of coming close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your du'a, that cause your du'a to be answered. So inshallah ta'ala, that way once we get into the last 10 nights in particular, ta'ala, you can incorporate these elements. And really it, beca- it becomes so prominent in the very beginning, because if you realize these first few surahs of the Qur'an are loaded with du'a. The du'as of prophets, the du'as of the believers, the du'as of righteous people, it's loaded with du'a. And I actually want to pick up from where we left off from, from the very first khatira in this regard. When my servant asks you about me, I am close. I respond to the caller of the caller when they call upon me. So let them answer me and believe in me. Answer me and believe in me. So that what? So that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can answer your dua? No, this is actually a very important part here. Allah already has done ifbat. He has already affirmed the answer to the dua if it's done properly. So a question becomes, do you have to be a righteous person for your dua to be answered? Yes or no? So the general rule, obviously, is that righteousness leads to a greater probability of your dua being answered. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered the dua of Iblis. When Iblis said, Amlidni, give me respite until the day that they are resurrected. The Prophet said, dua al-mazloom, the supplication of the oppressed. There is no barrier between that supplication. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, even if the person making the dua is a non-believer. However, Allah would respond to them only in that specific thing. When it comes to an a'mal al-saliha, when it comes to good deeds, iman is necessary for them to be accepted as a whole. So when it comes to qabul, when it comes to acceptance of good deeds, iman is a necessary part of it. But the ayah says, لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ So that they may find guidance in their lives. And rushd is a higher level of guidance than hidayah. Hidayah is to be guided in regards to the path, in regards to al-ilm. Al-rushd, al-hidayah fil-amal is to be guided in regards to your deeds. So you have guidance in all of your actions and that's why we call them al-khulafa al-rashidun. Because the khulafa were guided, not just in regards to their perception and knowledge, but also in regards to their actions. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with them. So there is a condition here that's put for rushd for guidance, guidance in all of your affairs. And subhanAllah, there are two things that are mentioned here. Let them answer my call and believe in me, and believe in me. There's a beautiful journey that you can take from the first two surahs in regards to invoking your belief in dua, invoking your iman in your dua. What do I mean by this? In the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that those who will find guidance are الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ 
those who believe in the unseen and establish the prayer and give charity and those who believe in that which was revealed to that which came to the Prophet right? And that which was revealed to those that came before you and then they have full certainty in the hereafter. That's the beginning of Al-Baqarah. In the end of Al-Baqarah, that the Messenger وسلم, believes in that which was revealed to him and the believers. They all believe in Allah, the angels, the books, and the messengers. Okay? So that is Al Ghayb, and they believe it and they're affirming it. Now go to Surah Ali Imran. This is so profound, subhanAllah. Okay? That those righteous people say, We believe. We believe. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a few ayat later, Oh, our Lord, we believe. So forgive us for our sins and protect us from the fire. Midway through Surah Ali Imran, by the way, this was all going to come the night of the hailstorm, so that's why we're still back in Ali Imran, so just, just to be clear. Midway through Ali Imran, the disciples of Isa السلام, the Hawariyun, who are, by the way, incredible people. We're hearing about them right now, their interactions with Isa السلام, and Surah Al-Ma'i, the very emotional ayats. These were righteous people, the small group of people that were around Jesus, peace be upon him, the disciples. You know, incredible human beings, right? Very righteous people. In the middle of Ali Imran, Rabbana amanna. Oh Allah, we believe. Bima anzalt, in that which you have revealed. rasul And we followed the messenger. Faktubna ma'ashahideen. When you're writing down the history of Isa salam and what happened around Christ, write us the disciples amongst the believers who actually supported him. Write us amongst the witnesses. But the first thing they invoked was their iman. Our Lord, we believe. Rabbana amanna. If you go to the end of Ali Imran, the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to recite the end of Ali Imran in every single night before his qiyam. Every single night before he started his qiyam, he'd recite the end of Ali Imran. And beautifully put, subhanAllah, رَبَّنَا إِنَّنَا سَمِعْنَا مُنَادِيًا يُنَادِي لِلْإِيمَانِ أَنْ آمِنُوا بِرَبِّكُمْ فَآمَنَّا SubhanAllah. Our Lord, we heard a caller calling us and saying, believe in your Lord. فَآمَنَّا Oh, our Lord, we believe. SubhanAllah, this is a powerful form of dua. To actually say in your dua, رَبِّ آمَنْتْ my Lord, I believe. And it's actually one of the greatest forms of tawassul in dua, when you're calling upon Allah in your dua, to affirm your belief. And it has multiple purposes. The Prophet ﷺ said, if doubt comes to you, when the shaitan starts to whisper and starts to create doubts, you shouldn't be mad at yourself that the doubts came in. Even some of the Sahaba, they told the Prophet ﷺ, sometimes these things come in our head. All of a sudden, doubts about God, doubts about existence, all of these things. The Prophet ﷺ said, say, آمَنْتُ billah." Respond by saying, affirming, آمَنْتُ billah." I believe in Allah. The man who came to the Prophet ﷺ and he said to the Prophet ﷺ, Ya Rasulullah, give me a few words that will benefit me and make them very short 
He said, Qul amantu billah, fastaqim, aw qul amantu billah, thumma staqim. Say, I believe in Allah, and then be firm. So, again, very simple. In your dua, affirm your belief. And by repeating that, and there are multiple du'as, anta al-haqq wa wa'duka al-haqq wa qawluka al-haqq, where, you know, you are the truth. There are du'as that have in them affirmation. Affirming Allah's greatness, also affirming your belief. So while you're making du'a, Rabbana amanna. Oh Allah, we believe. And inshaAllah ta'ala, when you do that, you're actually solidifying that belief in your heart. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to write us down amongst the believers. Allahumma ameen. Jazakumullah khayna. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.